0: Ladies and gentlemen, I believe it has been ten days since I last spoke into this microphone, and I feel like so much has happened—from Fourth of July to a couple MLW series being played, from the Eagles Cobras upload to meeting Dude Perfect to the MLW All Star Day—just been an absolute whirlwind. I feel like I've aged at least five years in that time span, but going to be a good pod today. Good cast of characters today on set and joining us virtually, so going to be a lot of fun. But uh, this is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. Jack, how we doing? How we doing, Jack?
1: Oh man, we're doing great, Tom. Uh, happy to be on the pod here, virtual tonight.
0: I know another virtual pod. We've been we've been yep. bad. Oh, this one was a little bit out of our control, but we've had some bad habits lately. I feel like
1: you know what we're we're just adapting on the fly, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're pushing content more. out every week regardless. And that's what we're doing, and so we're sticking to it.
0: Literally couldn't be more on the fly. But uh, yeah, yesterday was a long day. We wanted to record a pod post All Star Day. But by the time I was home it was like eleven PM, so that just wasn't happening. But uh yeah, here we are again and like I told you guys last pod, if it kills me, we're gonna get a pod up every Tuesday at four o'clock. So we're delivering now a day prior. And I got it may kill him. It it may kill me. (laughs) It may kill me. But I got Ryan Cranch to my left. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Oh. uh, And then across from me. In today's guest chair, we have Blade Walker of the Eastern Eagles, coming awesome. fresh off of a series dub, big dub with the Eagles too.
2: Awesome to be here, thank you.
0: A fist away from the microphone, don't, Blade. Fist
1: away. Sorry. Don't, <laughs> there he Don't is. sound so excited to be on the
3: pod, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Me? Yeah. What did I do? I didn't. I said I'm happy to be all, here.
1: All I heard was, "Yeah, really happy to be here." Oh. You, you heard I'm that, from Ryan? To sound and then from up. Blade,
0: you heard. <laughs> 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 right. We're working on them. We got a lot of new faces in the pod. When's the last time you were on the pod in person since before COVID?
3: No, 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 no. I've been on the pod. Um I in was on person? the pod Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was on I was on the pod last season. Okay. I don't remember you. Actually in person? Yeah, like actually in person. Yeah. I think it's been a solid three I mean, years, I think, buddy. I think people we were just talking about this. I think people forget me and Drew Davis started Pipe It Up way yep. back well, we didn't start it, but we were the first host of Pipe It Up way back when. So yeah, right before COVID. So Ed I Shuler. haven't done this in person in a long time.
0: Blade Walker, is this your first pod appearance ever? Yeah. Wow. First pod yeah. appearance of all time. Round of applause for Blade <laughs> Walker, ladies and gentlemen. Good for you, young man. Good for you. He drove over Walker, an hour to be man. here, too. It shows a lot of dedication. I respect that. It
3: was
2: a fun drive. It's a hustle.
0: Was it? Yeah. Good, good. Was it scenic? No. The drive. was a
2: lot of construction. <laughs> <laughs> <It> sounds like Right. <laughs> a lot yeah. of yeah. orange barrels yeah, around right. these parts Great nowadays.
0: Runs. More than ever, I swear to you. Yep. But, uh, of course, wanted to have Blade on to discuss the series. Ryan, me and Ryan had the chance to meet Dude Perfect on Friday, which was pretty sweet. Want to talk about that, Ryan? Um, just what are your initial thoughts of that whole experience? Oh, well, I
3: mean, it was crazy. Um, you know, way back when, when I first, you know, clicked on YouTube on my iPod Touch, when it back when it was like that little brown television,
0: the brown TV icon um,
3: classic. Dude Perfect was one of the first videos I ever watched, and it was uh, one of the main things that got me into YouTube. So um, it was really exciting to actually, you know, see them. You know, I consider these guys idols. You know, I grew up watching them. Um, you know, my mom always said to me, Are you watching Dude Perfect again? Because, you know, I, I'd get home from school, I'd grab a bowl of cereal and I'd turn on some Dude Perfect. And that was my life for a long
1: time. So it was really cool to meet him.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure.
1: That's awesome. I wanted to ask you guys, uh, because I was curious, if you could just give the listeners some insight as to what exactly a Dude... What what they could expect at a Dude Perfect show if they bought some tickets to go see them. Because I was really curious as to what that even looked like.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of us were. I had a pretty good sense. I've watched... YouTube did a documentary on them probably three years ago. Now yeah. I think it was during COVID mm-hmm. and that gave a pretty good sense of what it's like. But for those of you who do watch dude, perfect videos, uh, I know Ryan does blade. I'm sure you do from time to time. Essentially think about two of their main videos that are not like directly trick shots. They do their battle videos and then they do their overtime videos. So picture about an hour and a half to two hour show where throughout the entire duration of the show is a battle. So they'll do like one segment of the battle and eliminate a guy. Then between that event of the battle and the next event of the battle, where it's down to four guys instead of five, they'll do like an overtime segment, like a get crafty Mm -hmm. or a cool, not cool, that kind of thing. And then after that segment, they'll go back to the battle, back to an overtime segment, battle, overtime, battle, overtime. So it kind of alternated segments of the show with little pauses in between. And in between each little segment probably had like a two to three minute break when they Mm -hmm. changed the sets of the stage and they'd show like exclusive content or like an upcoming video, like an upcoming trick shot that hasn't been released yet, all that kind of stuff. So it was a pretty good experience of like a uh, hybrid between of what you see on YouTube, but also like new exciting elements live, like a live battle. Like that's yeah. pretty new. And seeing them actually do pretty pretty impressive stuff. Oh in yeah, hundred percent. Like limited tries was pretty 100%. sweet.
3: Yeah, the uh, the trick shots that they were hitting, you know, they use bigger targets obviously because they have to hit it. Yeah, in such a short time, but it impressive. was very impressive. Yeah, yeah. they were nailing, uh, like pretty much full court shots. But I mean, obviously the rim's a little bigger, and yeah, it was really cool. I very I enjoyed it very much.
0: Mm-hmm. Same same. I will say, uh, I got to give one final shout out to Sparky. He's our yeah. guy now. Yeah. Um, just really cool from. You know, I sent a cold DM to him for my personal Instagram account that only has 2,000 followers last year in probably July or August. And then months later, he saw it, responded, said he actually watched our stuff, then, like, interacting with me a little bit there, to then coming on the podcast, then to inviting us to the show for a meet and greet. Like, he's done a lot for us, which is so cool, and just a great dude. You know, it was cool. I I knew he was a Nort fan, right, right, Jack, for my podcast?
1: big Nort fan so
0: we were just in the like general meet and greet line right sparky text me and he's like if you're there by this time just get in the line like you'll you'll be there with plenty of time and you can meet the guys and meet me just so like sounds good so we were just in the line of normal people which was mostly like kids that were a third of my age i was like god i feel so old right now <laughs> but um so we're in line and uh we get to near the front and I'm like, Jim, you go in first and like tap Sparky on the shoulder. So I like push Jim through the curtain first and then he <laughs> said, what's up to Sparky and Sparky made a joke because so inside scoop a little bit here. So we only had, he got us four tickets and I wanted to be respectful to both Jack and Jorgensen because they helped us out with that Sparky interview that day. Of course, Jack was asking questions and we had Jorgie behind the camera. So I wanted Kyle, myself, Jorgie and Jack to be the first four guys to get a go at tickets. I knew Sparky was a Norp fan. He said he's the biggest Norp fan, favorite ball player. He made that joke, so I texted him. I was like, "I hate to ask this, but I was like, anyway, you get one more ticket for Norp." I was like, "I know you're a Norp guy, so thought I'd ask." And he's like, "Oh yeah, for Norp, no problem. Okay, I'll get, I'll get <laughs> you one more ticket." So he sent Norp in first, and then Jack, you unfortunately couldn't make it. So then Ryan, yeah, I got, a, I owe you a huge Ryan thank you, Jack. make the last <laughs> ticket. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I got problem. the charity
3: I'm, ticket, I'm, but I couldn't I'm be more. Glad excited. I, yeah, I I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I had a really good time. I actually got the merch on right now for those who are watching. He does. He Love does. It.
0: And I don't want to uh, spend too much more time on this. I could make a whole episode about this, honestly. But mm-hmm. I will say, too, that uh, I, I was, like, entertained from the show. You know, yeah. I was worried to be, like, a little bit more geared towards the younger audience, which is the majority of their audience. But the way that those guys, like, their, their uh, dialect and the way they speak to the kids they bring on stage, like, I was, I found myself yeah. laughing throughout 100%. the entire show, you know, to- I think I, I, it reminded me a lot of myself because I feel like whenever I'm around a young fan, right? So say a kid's like eight or nine years old asking me for an autograph at an MLW event. I'll usually like crack a joke that like the kid will just kind of stare at me awkwardly and then the parents behind him will like die laughing. But it was the same way to where there was these kids on stage that were super young and Ty was roasting them and like the kids yeah. weren't reacting and I was just dying laughing it wasn't well, It was Ned Forrester when he came out. It was <laughs> you know Ned Forrester, you know, it was Ned yeah. Forrester, yes. It wasn't Ty.
3: It was not Ty. It was yeah, Ned Ned Forrester, Forrester right.
0: But yeah, yeah so that I related to that a lot. And stuff like that definitely appealed to, I think, a lot of the parents that were there and a lot of guys like us yeah, that were there. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. overall, great show. If you are a fan of the videos, even if you're older like me, I don't think you'll regret buying a ticket and going to check it out. And definitely And um, meeting Sparky was awesome. Meeting the rest of the crew was awesome. But just seeing the genuine um, love and appreciation from Sparky was one of the highlights of
3: the Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, huge shout out to Sparky. Massive shout awesome. out to Sparky. Yeah.
0: But you want to talk Eagles-Cobes, Jack?
1: Yeah, let's do it. We uh, we're joined by Blade, who hey Blade. had a fantastic series uh-huh. along with the rest of the Eagles. Um, Blade, again, welcome to the podcast, first timer. Thank Very you, for happy having to me. have you.
2: How how are we feeling today overall uh, about the the Eagles Cobra series? Uh, I mean, it's good. It's good to uh, have a bounce back series and uh, be back where we want to be. Short and sweet. I love it. Atta boy, Atta boy.
0: <laughs> well, Blade, it's it's. Uh, I did not expect you guys to be four and five, to be honest, after that series. Things were looking quite grim for the Eagles leaving Detroit one and five. (laughs) When you see, well, that when you see the old perception I had of Blade Walker taking the mound there in Detroit, it was like, oh boy, like buckle up for a long, a long year here for the Eagles. This is bad. Dallas is hurt. Dan can't find the zone. Like the wheels were off the bus. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was bad. It was very bad. So at that point, you guys lost 10-0 there at Wayne State. What was the energy and the vibe like for the Eagles between that day and taking the field against the Cobras, like two weeks later?
2: Yeah, like like you said, there the wheels were uh, off the bus. There wasn't no wheels turning. We were kind of stuck. Um, I mean, there was really nothing to say. Like nobody could be like, <clears throat> "We'll bounce back," you know. We'll be fine because we just got shut out. Mm-hmm. We got perfect game. <laughs> almost <laughs> perfect game. Yeah, we had one almost. strike left. Yes, and uh, luckily Zach did something. But uh, you know, I think it was kind of like a team shutdown. You know, we didn't really talk much. I mean, like me and Dallas talked because we were we had seen each other. Me and Landon, me and Carson a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just cuz we talked, but like overall we didn't talk much as a team and, you know, kind of just shut down. But uh I think that was good for us cuz we kind of focused on each other, focused on what we needed to do better and uh came out and uh played really well. I guess, I mean, got everything working and that we were supposed to do.
0: Yeah, like I said it shocked me. I mean, in a good way. I was happy to see, you know, of course I've Gotten to know you in Dallas better over the years, and seeing my old pal Dan struggle was painful to watch in Detroit. So, I was happy to see you guys bounce back. I genuinely was, despite it not being great for us in the standings. I I was happy to see the Eagles bounce back.
1: Me too. Me too. Blade, I gotta ask. You know, your uh, your your experience in the league here. You're kind of known as an energy guy. I would say overall, um, always picking the guys up like. A good time just at the meadows in general. Just a good time <laughs> it, during, during that Detroit during that Detroit series when it seemed like everything was just falling apart. Were you kind of struggling to to play that role of like picking the guys up at all?
2: Um, yes and no. I mean, like it sucks. You look at the field, you look at what's happening on the scoreboard, and it's like, wow, this is not good. But you look, at, you also look further than the scoreboard. Look at what's around you. Look at the people around you, and uh, realize it's a blessing to be there. Uh, blessing to be with all my friends so like even though i hate jimmy norp when i'm on the field (laughs) and he just continues to dominate us you know he's still a great guy same thing with the rest of the d-backs and love to be around the boys from the eagles of course but uh you know and tom kyle you know they always make it a good time but uh so i mean it's yes and no like i said it's hard when you're losing bad but uh just to be there is just so fun and uh be around the people and the kids that were there it was really fun
0: Jimmy Norp eats farts, as Blade once said, famously. <laughs> still eats farts. <laughs> Jimmy Norp still eats farts. Um, speaking of Dallas, your old buddy, uh, how was it to see him bounce back on the mound and at the plate? Big series for him.
2: Uh, you know, it was good. Um, not only, you know, at the football field, but baseball, he kind of bounced back. But uh, Oh, sweet. Yeah, he. Um, it's nice to uh, see him bounce back. You know, it was like uh, something we needed. And, uh, you know, he's kind of our leader on the field in play. And so seeing him dominate and uh, really have control over the zone and control at the plate, you know, that was big for us. And uh, we really needed a leader to step up, and he did exactly that.
0: I think Dallas even had an Instagram post in between the Detroit series being played and the Eagles-Cobra series being played. I can't remember exactly what the caption was. I'll pop it up on screen right now. But uh, it seemed like he he had that chip on his shoulder going into the series, you know, and it seemed like the old Cy Young Dallas was kind of back, the Cy Young contender we knew from last year.
2: I don't know what his po- I don't know what his Instagram post was but he said it was it was cool so I forgot what, I <laughs> forgot what it was he said it was cool I feel like, yeah, he said I feel it like was, was some, so it I feel
1: like it was something along the lines of like trust the process or yeah yeah. it was some similar type type mantra there mm-hmm. but um we're all about honesty here on the pipe it up podcast blade which which you'll learn soon enough so I, I want to know you know going in you guys are so low after that Detroit series and going into the series against the cobras. To see Dallas play the way he did, was that what you were expecting of him to do or were, were you pretty
2: surprised at how efficient
1: he was on the mound and uh, at the plate too, obviously?
2: Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I know Dallas. I, I mean, that's the dude I practice with, play with all the time. So, uh, obviously, you know, it's not very often you get a bad Dal. Um, and so I was kind of expecting <laughs> a good series, uh, a
0: bad Dal.
2: <laughs> I was expecting something good from him. And, uh, that's exactly what we got, and, um, you know, it's just big for him to bounce back. And uh, on the at, on the mound and then at the plate, um, I knew he's seen Baron pretty well. And uh, um, we played with Sawyer in Illinois, so obviously we can't see his full repertoire, but uh, we got a few things in there. Mm-hmm. And so I had confidence our whole team was going to bounce back, and uh, I had a big feeling for Dal and He pulled through.
0: Mm-hmm. Anything you want to chime in right now? No,
3: I mean, it's, it's good to see that. Um, especially for the young guys in this league. Um, you know, Dallas and Blade, uh, you guys will go through a lot of struggles. You know, uh, they say baseball is a game of failure, but ball has a lot more failure than baseball does. Is it so ever? Y- is it ever? It's impossible to find perfection, <laughs> so to see the young guys, you know, push through adversity is really cool, you know, especially for us older guys who have been around and have seen so many downfalls and so many, you know, uprising moments like Dallas had in the last series.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Just knowing Dan for so long and seeing Dallas – have a tough outing in the playoffs and then he's hurt. I just felt, I felt bad. You know, I, I know what yeah. it's like to be an athlete getting injured sucks and I can, you know, it wasn't that long ago where I was the same age as Dallas is right now. And I know what it's like, the, the highs and lows of that. So good to see him bounce back. Yeah. You know, I feel for the Cobras who losing. I've been talking about the Eagles a lot. I do feel for those guys and their performance and them, you know, drew putting yeah. his body on the line and still getting yeah. swept. I still yeah, oh, I feel for him feel I'm, for I'm not necessarily.
1: Too. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> can, can I, I comment what? about that real quick? Yeah, go ahead, please. Oh,
0: I mean, I, I definitely don't feel guilty about it because, once again, I'm not the one who jumped over the fence into the picnic table. <laughs> but just the irony of the situation because Drew, we've seen him now before that series. I, I want to say at least twice in the last two years, he's sailed over the fence on a ball that he had no shot at <laughs> catching, right? Definitely. Yeah. I think so, Jack. It's totally unnecessary. I believe Waylon in game two let off with a home run in a right center that Drew was in the vicinity of. And, like, it was close to being robbable. And so then everyone at the field is like, Drew, of all times to jump, you're not going to jump at that one. He's like, I didn't think I had a shot. I'm like, that was way more probable than the ones you usually jump <laughs> for that are like feet and yards away. And then later that day, someone hits a bomb over his head and he leaps over again, not knowing the picnic table is there. Guy's lucky he didn't break a bone. And so yeah, I was like, God, maybe I shouldn't have said anything about him jumping over the fence again. But I don't think he did that for my amusement. I think it's just Drew being Drew, yeah. which we see. We see often. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we see always. It's, and, it's 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 ever present.
3: And he would never say anything, and nobody at the field was really saying anything. But Drew was definitely hurting. Oh, after he was hurting that. so bad. Yeah, he was, he was legit was hurt. It. He was feeling it. He wasn't talking. He was keeping to himself. He was limping off camera a lot. Yes, but he kept well, to
1: himself. You, the funny thing is when I watch that, you you can't really see the picnic table on like the the first view you that you can. see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see the picnic table, but when he jumped over the fence. You know, I've played enough at the Meadows. I've been there enough to know where that picnic table sits, mm-hmm. and like I could see how far he jumped over the fence. And in my mind, I'm like, he smoked that picnic table. Like, there's no <laughs> way he didn't smoke it's that. Not picnic even really table. Funny, I
0: shouldn't laugh. Yeah.
3: When, uh, and
1: uh, and then you kind of get the zoom in angle, and you see he indeed did smoke that picnic table. Well, if oh, you I felt terrible, if about you want
3: to show it, he's not that far from catching that ball. I'm not. I'm not vouching for no. him in any. He no, he's way. really he's, not. He's
2: probably within <laughs> three to four inches of that ball. He, I mean, well i hit it i hit it and i was like let's go and then i'm like oh no he's gonna catch it and then he landed and i was like let's go oh he's hurt that's see, not the good. ball landed on the other side of the picnic table so call me crazy there's no
3: picnic table there and his body gets to keep going maybe
2: i'm gonna pleasantly so define that
1: maybe maybe clarify is it to worth clarify it, that it, that is within the rules of an out if like he has no part of his body No part of your body's got to be for the play part of your body's so got to be so in. even if he caught it it would have unless like right? unless like, he had an ankle unless draped over the yeah, fence unless his foot hardly or he, or unless he unless, it, it, unless like, he toe tapped yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay he, t- he toe tapped <laughs> yeah. like i don't, like don't know all pro wide thing, receiver
0: blade can probably attest to this rj the first thing i tell the the new players at the field is like please like this is here are the safety precautions here please don't hurt yourself playing please 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 do not hurt yourself playing and drew's drew do not die i make one first i make one i make one joking comment to drew like are oh, all things you're not going to jump after that one and the next time he just sails his body over. <laughs> i'm like all right, i'm not saying anything from <laughs> so that it on. could
1: have been your
3: fault is what you're saying that,
0: well that's what i'm saying i, I don't feel guilty about it because he should you, know better yeah, you but didn't at the same time it's like god that i poked the bear a little bit there i mean drew's not the guy i should be making jokes with about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff no, <laughs> i should know, right. he he should know better right he should know better i should not. know better
2: he definitely hurt himself on that one though you could tell like even even the people around asking like hey drew you all right he's just yeah, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I kept in contact with him throughout that next week. He was pretty swollen. He continued to ice it. I don't think he ever went to the hospital or anything. So I, th- I think he's all 100% now. I should text him again. But every couple days there, I was checking in and, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. So, like a yeah, lawn yeah. chair. Won't be long now until he jumps over again and hurts himself again. But for now, he's back. Right. He's back to 100% health as far as I know.
1: One thing I do want to say on this series, just as a whole, um, you know, obviously feel for the Cobra is being swept. I mean, biasly, I don't really mind seeing the Cobras <laughs> lose if I'm being honest, but me too, Jack. Uh, I feel like the Eagle, I have to give the Eagles some, some kudos because we've seen Baron. He did it a lot last year, especially at the end of the year where he kind of got himself in some jams and just sort of like buckled down and was able to get out of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Cobras have sort of been like flirting with disaster for a while. And the Eagles really like, you know, we talk about execution on this podcast a lot. And I feel like the Eagles did that. They they didn't let the Cobras off the hook where in, you know, previous series, the Cobras would find themselves in similar situations and someone would bail them out. You know, Sawyer would bail them out or Barron would bail them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I so agree. I just wanted yeah. to give kudos to the Eagles there because I think they like... They didn't really leave anything out on the table, and that was really like what gave them. You know, that was what propelled them to three wins.
0: Yeah, right yep. out of the get, right out of the gate, there, Jack. Uh, first game, first inning, they have the bases loaded in Dallas Grand Slam. But like you said, in past innings and in past seasons, we've seen uh, Barron work out of those bases loaded jams time and time. You again. You almost
1: expect it. You like, do. You almost you expect do. him to walk the first two and then like get yeah. three people out. You know. Yeah,
0: he was definitely. Um, you know you saw it a little bit in the video but at the meadows he was definitely visibly frustrated couldn't find the zone there to start the to start the uh, series off which is not like Baron he's usually a pretty accurate guy. I noticed too his command was a little bit different than what I've seen in the past. I don't recall his uh his stuff especially the drop ball. It was really tailing towards hitters in yeah. the series I noticed yeah. on camera where more, I feel like usually it's more north and south. So I'm usually I would think that, that would actually play against the hitters because it's not what we're used to seeing from the guy.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: So speaking of command blade, I wanted to ask you about your command on the mound. And even before that, I want to just say between the months of September of 2022 and April of 23, did you, were you like physically or mentally preparing yourself at all to be a pitcher this season in MLW? Cause you've kind of found yourself a number two role here.
2: Yeah. Uh, so like before I got hurt, what like my first year? I guess my first year in MLW, which I didn't really. like I was too so busy this is with baseball. Twenty
0: twenty one. Yeah,
2: okay. I was kind of like I can't. I like I can pitch. Um, and then once I got hurt, I told myself like if I were to ever throw a whiff ball again, I'd be in the league. But I'm never gonna pitch in the league, so <laughs> I'm not gonna pitch a ball again. And then um, you know, I'd throw to like Dallas a little bit before series, like um, just to replicate, you know, some other dudes, just yeah. kind of get them you know, an angle and which I wasn't really throwing hard. I was probably throwing like 70%. And then I was like, at had uh, Detroit. I told Dan, I was like, you know, I can do it. Like I mm-hmm. can go on the mound and I can throw a strike. Like I'll get us out of here. It won't be, who knows how pretty it'll be, but I'll get <laughs> us out of here. And, um, the week before me and Dallas had like been tossing around a wiffle ball week and, before
0: Detroit, a week before Cobras, uh, a
2: week before Detroit, okay. we had tossed around, um, a wiffle ball at his, uh, party and, uh, I found like a little, uh, drop, which I never had. Nice. And then, so then I kind of started to throw that and it was working. And then, so I had like one or two pitches and, um, you know, I started after the Detroit series, I worked on it a little bit, you know, tried to find some more pitches and I'm still working on it Mm -hmm. to try to find the, uh, the right pitches that'll, you know, help me succeed. But, uh, you know, to be honest, I really wasn't prepared, but, uh, I guess now I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. I like that. It's a good way of learning. It is. Yeah. Right by the fire. Right. <laughs> throw them in. Just throw them in the pool. See so if they can swim. Exactly. Right? Well said. Yeah. Quickest way to learn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or die. Or die try. Yeah. Right. Or die. Yeah. Or die. <laughs> Quickest way to be cut, too. That's, that's, that's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. I can pitch for sure. No doubt. Always say yes when
0: you, if someone I, asks, can you pitch? The answer is yes. It was yes.
2: either sink or swim. Yes. There was no choice there.
0: That was sink or swim. Yeah. Yeah. But you're swimming right now. Yeah. Maybe Barely. you're doggy paddling a little yeah, bit, but you're staying just, above man, the water. I'm just staying afloat. That's all you need to do. Hmm. I and mean, when your guys are hitting like you have in that last series, it's yeah, all you need to do him. is keep it afloat.
2: Especially when you have Dallas throwing two games a series, that really helps. Yeah, the Dallas Allen
0: we saw against the Cobras, yeah, hundred percent.
2: So you, you were able to get your first win
1: uh in your career, which is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. What what was the what was the word from manager Dan Schultz sort of after the series <laughs> as far as like your performance, but also sort of looking ahead for the Eagles? Like what can we expect out of your guys' bullpen?
2: Um, yeah, no, he was really excited just cause we needed us. We needed a win. And, um, you know, luckily I just caught uh Cobra on a bad day and I got it done. Um, and you know, it's easy to do when your team's keeping the, the moral up and uh, you know, we're flying high but uh I know after the series he was really happy um like I know while they were doing um, a little talking we were we were out in the outfield dancing a little bit having a little <laughs> bit of fun enjoying it but um yeah you know I uh it was really fun and I don't really know what his plan is going forward um but I know with Landon coming back there's a lot of confidence um you know that gives us a fourth hitter who can really do something uh it's no question that our four spot has been questionable all year and, and that the fourth spot is me and uh, Carson. So, uh, so, you know, it's been a little questionable, which, uh, you know, Carson, he's young. It'll come around for him, you know, just take some time. And uh, for me, it's just, I wasn't seeing it well so far. Um, slowly I'm getting back into the swing of things. Uh, but, um, you know, slowly I've just been Sounds getting better. Point. And uh, so I think with Landon coming back, <laughs>
0: jack's cracking me up with his little one-liners thing we got a a couple good (laughs) yeah
2: when landon comes back though i uh i really have a lot of confidence in our squad and um be excited to see what we can do so
0: are you telling us that post all-star break in your first series back against the gators landon your guidance will be in the lineup is that what i'm hearing
2: i am gonna be honest i have no idea i'm assuming
0: you're assuming so because he's playing Mm, with up in bay city so well we're not gonna jump to any conclusions then but Streets are saying that Landon's back, folks, <laughs> which if, if true, kinda of massive for the Eagles. I can't lie. Ryan, what were your thoughts on this series overall? What did oh, you well, see as a viewer?
3: Well, I couldn't be happier, Tom. I know um, you couldn't be happier. Uh, the Preds. Yeah, the Preds <laughs> yes. needed it. We needed it bad. Uh we got a little bit of life from that. But did
0: that jumpstart you guys a little bit, maybe in the team group chat or oh, something. Yeah. The boys yeah. were
3: fired up. You know Ward was <laughs> fired up, you know, to see see a text that say the Cobras got swept. Um okay. you know, but there's been a lot of sweeps this year. You know, so. there has. It's it's kind of different for MLW. Usually, teams find a way to squeak out one, but a lot of teams have gotten swept. You know, us included, the Eagles included. You mm-hmm. know, so um, it was good to see. I was very much impressed by uh, uh, Blades' performance on the mound. Um, I was very impressed by uh, that home run Dallas had. Was that game one that yeah. that one he the launched? Yeah, oh, that yeah, was
2: the second one. Yeah, I game. was
3: running the Instagram live, so I had a perfect launch angle. Of that that was crazy. People
0: were uh, talking. Uh, you know, all the players that were there because that home run was actually hit prior to my philadelphia home run the first one right yep and so then right when i hit that like you were saying like i don't know time do you think that was as high as dallas's was, was it's so hard to gauge a different yeah, location yeah. i will say no doubt dallas's was an over the scoreboarder over oh 100 it yeah. was a nuke yeah. <laughs> it I, was, been I was at than both mine.
3: of those and i think i think they're both pretty close i mean Yours looks so crazy because it clears the scoreboard. It's just score yeah, it's the perception and, yeah, of it. It's yeah. totally the perception. So of yeah, it. I mean, if you put that on the medals, I really don't know. I think they'd be pretty close though. I mean, you got you got a hold of that first one,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Uh, do you think Do you think Dallas's at Wayne State would have gone over?
0: That's another question. Yeah,
2: I personally, I don't think it. I don't think it would. Here's either.
0: my reasoning why. I think if he puts that same ball at the dead center. I think we can have a conversation about it. Yeah, but with the way the field got so deep at the corners and like it didn't curve at all, I feel like it wouldn't have got over. Yeah.
2: Well. I, I made this argument at Wayne State, and then Tom made me look like an idiot. Why? But what I when say? I said we have, if we have to move it back so you can yeah, the ball. Yeah, that was
0: such a bad. <laughs> 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 tell the people Tell the people what you told me at Wayne so State. So
2: I said that you had to move home plate back so you could launch it up because with the speed and the trajectory, you wouldn't be able to get it up high enough that quick. You'd have to be able to have to go up slowly like this. That wow. way, it would have to go straight up at Wayne State. In my head it made so much sense. It still makes a little more sense, but
3: I think we might have one home run ever at the meadows that would have gone over Wayne State.
2: Who do you think it was? It was
3: it was off me. It was Nick Saylor in the ALDS game one last year. He hit a home run. we were already winning by a bunch, but he hit a home run. I've never seen a ball a whiff ball go that high. I have
0: to go back and watch this then. Yeah,
3: go check it out. Definitely higher than Dallas's for sure. It didn't go as far, but it definitely had the height.
0: I hit one a mile high last year against the Cobras off of Sawyer, but it would definitely wouldn't have cleared Wayne State because it wasn't deep enough at all. But Wayne State, that I was could, a tall task. Yeah, that's a huge defense. A li- a pun intended. That was a tall Ramirez task.
1: Is, Rudy Ramirez has been over that wall a few times, but Rudy has yes for the baseball, not the yeah. football. Yeah, I could maybe uh, match Blades' potentially dumb statement oh, with boy. an even dumber question. <laughs> okay, um, do you guys think, like, when you play in a stadium like that, for example? Wayne State one or like the Shangri-La that has a, a, a tall wall mm-hmm. or even like having that scoreboard at Philly do you think even maybe just subconsciously you're changing your swing to try to almost like try to hit it over <laughs>
2: like if that makes uh,
1: like because I feel like when Robles hit his over the wall Oklahoma at Shangri-La yeah in Oklahoma he was like that was his mission was to like hit it over the wall. Like he was definitely gonna hit it over the wall. I think he did it
0: was swing up. Well I Jack, I think I talked about this last week a little bit and I said candidly, yeah, in Oklahoma that kinda was my mission too. I wanted to launch one over the monster there, or just hit a home run in general. But I, I can honestly say, Jack, at least I think, maybe subconsciously, but I don't think so. In Philly, I was really just taking a simple approach. I was not trying to launch anything over anything. And yeah. You could probably tell like I didn't wasn't like I pimped that home run off of Ryan that I hit in that first inning. It was like right. I swung. Yeah. I looked up and I'm like, oh, that things that's going <laughs> to that go a long way. Down. Like I was su- just as surprised well, the minute it left my hand. I knew it was going. Did you? Yeah, well, definitely. I well, put, a, put a good swing on it. But yeah. Ahead, I break. mean,
2: at Wayne State, like it was you couldn't oh, even try to. hit. No, that. we were all talking. It was like <laughs> the there was no way. So I feel like that doesn't really change your swing at more things of I'm never going to swing for the fences because there's no way I'm going to put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of it makes sense if you if you make if you
1: use like a golf analogy, it's almost like the the swings where you swing easier yeah. are the ones that that you flush it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. probably the yeah. same for you in Philly, Tom. I think it was. Where you man. were just taking a simple approach and swinging easy, and it happened to just be an absolute nuke.
0: The one swing I sucked. the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to call <laughs> a spade a spade, man. Right, no, no call a right. spade you're a right.
1: spade. Hey, we're all about honesty on the pipe it up <laughs> yeah, pod, like that's right. you said. Yeah, right. that's like right. you said.
0: Um, I think the hardest swing I took in Philly was a ball that I ended up hitting into the ground. So yeah, it just, that was the first exactly. time I made contact the whole day and it was not, the mission was to not hit a home run. It was definitely to square it up, but it was, I hit it. I felt it. It felt good. And then I like started to run. I look up and it's like, Oh, I think it's going to go over the scoreboard. It was, it was not the plan. I didn't think it was actually possible to do that until after I, I did didn't it. either. And then I did it again. And I did it again. It okay. just, true. True. Yeah. Let's relax. True. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, any final comments you want to make played on the series? Um, I mean, you guys played great. There were so many balls in play, honestly, on both sides. Yeah, I was Your defense helped you a lot on the mound. Yeah, you, no, that's for sure. That, uh, that last thought was gave, pretty exhilarating. Yeah, I gave Zach a <laughs> hug after that one. I was a little scared.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, um, Eli, like you said, a lot of balls in play. Uh, that's kind of been our whole story. A lot of foul balls this year, um, mm-hmm. which the Cobra's caught the short end of the stick on that one in that series they hit a lot of foul balls i did oh and, i want
0: to uh, talk about that actually a little bit i don't want to cut you off if you have more to say but no, the bear the baron foul ball the review we did, did you see that jack in the video
1: uh i don't recall it was in the f-
0: second game first or second game I, so. I was in the first game baron sliced one down right field and he started yelling like fair fair like as the ball oh, touched yes. near the line yes. we played we played it out and then reviewed it And I got to give props to the commissioner on this one. So I was not really like the lead umpire here in this series. I was behind the second camera. I didn't have a shot of it at all. So the call on the field was fair. And then Kyle takes a look at it and he's just looking through the little tiny, you know, four inch by two inch window on the Canon camera. He's like, I think that one's a hair file. I can see a a ball length in between the line and the ball. I'm kind of looking from the side and I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of a bold one to overturn. I don't know if I can really see much there, but when you looked at the GoPro in the in the video, it made the final edit. It was a pretty clear foul yeah, ball. Yeah, definitely. Impressive yeah. impressive overturn there, I got to yeah. say. yeah, yeah. I, That was a I good was, call. Because Barron seemed so confident as a hitter, which maybe, you know, things can deceive you while you're running down the line. and It probably looked like it caught some chalk, but I think it was clearly a foul ball.
2: Mm-hmm. I was surprised how clear it was in the replay. So like, was I. That's what I'm saying. Like, like to me, like, obviously, Barron covered it when he was running because I was... Under the tent, but yeah, like to me, I was like, Oh, that's foul just because I was hoping. But like when <laughs> I watched it and you know, in the video, I was like, Wow, that was that was clearly
0: foul. So, yeah, that was a tough break for the Cobras. The line out to end game two was a tough break for the Cobras. Drew getting hurt in the middle of the series was a tough break, even though that was somewhat in their control. I guess that picnic table placement was not in Drew's favor, but uh, yeah, the Cobras dug themselves a bit of a hole, so they are now three and six at the break. If I i think I'm correct, yep, there you, and you guys are two and seven. So the door is now creaked open for the preds. Yeah, she's open. Those two have a date with Destiny here in the second yeah. half of the season. Um, that one's always a doozy.
3: It's gonna be a huge tilt.
0: Tom. It's gonna be an absolutely <laughs> massive tilt. Barn burner. Yep. Um college game day will be there. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be the prime time yep. game for right. sure. Yeah. That's the Sunday night game, yeah. right?
3: That's Michigan, Ohio State, right? Yeah, now. it is.
0: It yeah. is for sure. I think it's the last slate of the year, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be yeah. crazy. Gosh. We
1: gotta get like a we gotta get like a stuffed head of like a <laughs> Some sort of big cat predator and yeah, like for a Tom snake to put that Tom it on. can pick before yeah. that would be great,
3: Jack. Content. I
0: think you should do it. I think you should come up. I'll with do that it. Do I'll do it. Well, Tom, he to better
3: it. he better pick the preds. He's a he's a pred at heart.
0: Jack he has a pred at heart, but then he will just and then have, have go, to wait Not and so see. fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not so oh, fast. Yeah. cobra.
3: He'll <laughs> <It'll>, he'll <it'll laughs> almost put it on, then throw it off and put
1: on the cobra. I'm gonna way too. go
0: way too early prediction, Jack. Go, cobra's preds.
1: Um, way 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 too early prediction. premature prediction. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I mean I'm gonna go with my boys to bounce back here. I got faith in in the the reigning MVP Ryan Cratch. Appreciate that. At least at least notch out a series win. I don't think it'll be a sweep, but I think it'll be competitive all yep. three games. And yep. the Preds eke one out two to one. Right. And you know the Cobras got to face some magic coming up
3: in St. Louis. So Cobras have a tough second half. Yeah, here. that's a tough. That's something you got to get used to. I mean, people don't understand what it's like to face RJ Walgate until you truly do it. I mean, you know, you'll get a taste in that all-star game. You know, it's weird. Yeah, I got a taste. Yeah. It's I put
0: my lips to it <laughs> based R.J. I mean, he's throwing from 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah. When I, I, the yeah. first pitch I saw, I was like, oh, geez, that's close to me. <laughs> it's so yeah. hot. It's, it's, yeah.
1: it's hard enough to hit it from like 36 feet, and then you have to hit it from yeah. 25. Yeah, it makes exactly. It, it makes yeah. it even harder. Exactly. Yeah, after
0: yeah, my right. first at-bat, um, <laughs> in between innings, I was chatting with Davenport, who filmed it during the All-Star game. I shouldn't say too much, but I'm giving you guys the inside scoop like I always do. And he's like with the phone. He's watching back the footage. He's like, he's releasing it from the front of the turf. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, I know it's on me instantly. Yeah, every I can barely time. see the ball. Yeah, but it's brutal. It's brutal for yeah. sure.
2: We hit him yeah. off U whiffs and with the big barrels, and it yep. was still we still gonna hit him.
0: Yeah, you and RJ faced each other before MLW. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I, who knew that? Who knew that Slender Man would be pretty <laughs> good. On <that> <laughs>
0: Dude, it's like it's RJ, it's Randy Johnson. We're it's gonna have to, to shoot
1: Wembenyana yeah. a DM, Fred <laughs> yeah, yeah, for <over laughs> the off season.
0: Dude, imagine a seven footer <laughs> <laughs> in could probably touch the zone.
1: Yeah, 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 it would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that would. Yeah, we'd have to change the rule. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe we need
2: to have like a,
0: a, the speed limit should change based, <laughs> based on your height. Like for RJ, we should do an adjusted speed limit for every single just make him pitch
2: off the back of the mound.
0: Yeah, back him up or something. Yeah, jeez. I think you know.
1: I think he's doing fine. But, uh, Ryan, you mentioned St.
0: Louis. Wanted to plug. <laughs> tickets on sale now. We have mm-hmm. a lot of tickets. We're well into three figures sold. So, hope to see a bunch of you guys uh, out there in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, my final comments. First of all, way too early prediction. I got Cobes 2-1. And reason being, Shh. it's the mental game, Jack. I, I'm, I'm, I've been high on Sawyer all year, even though he hasn't played that good. Did hit a homer against the the Eagles there, but... I think he mentally thinks he's like so good against the predators that's gonna translate into another oh, clear victory. Fair. That's a fair point. That's my philosophy. Yeah. Pred yeah. sweep. That's my justification. Pred sweep. Un-
1: un- wow. until Russell pimps one off of him. That's
0: true. But no, that, that just feeds the kid. He likes that. Yeah, he, he likes
1: swears. it. Yeah. yeah. It's almost he better like, for him. He it. likes getting home runs pimped if off. It's, if it's well, if
0: Russell no, pimps it, it's just gonna put that shit on the shoulder. It just fires him up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's an interesting cat. He's young. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, let's get into this week's comment of the week it comes from Matthew and he said there are so many sweeps this season. I emoji. It's been a very unique season and entertaining to watch right when I thought the Eagles and Predators were both losing hope towards playoff contention. The Eagles opened the door for both themselves and the Predators giving both teams better odds of making the playoffs both of which I already counted out until the Eagles found the Cobras as prey for the Predators to finish what's left. That's why that right. I made the, yep. of the week the last sentence right. there. Yeah, beautifully written. Yeah, <laughs> literature right yeah. there.
3: Right, the Preds are definitely trying to finish a job on the Cobes. Coming finish up, job. I mean, a lot Kick has to happen. Down. We've got a big series against the Cats. uh they got a big series against the Magic. So it's all interdivision. So you know,
0: no, well, I think what's cool in, in the AL, heading to the All Star break now, um, for at least you know, we know the Cats and the Magic are on top, regardless of what happens in their series next week. But for you guys in the bottom, Preds and the Cobras, both control your own destiny heading into yeah. the second half. You're and That's what I Play each love. other head to head and. uh May the best man win. Yeah,
3: and if, if the Preds uh the Preds squeak in, uh don't count us out. You know the D backs did it last year. We'd uh we'd love to make a run. I think that weren't the
0: D Backs two and seven. The D backs were two and seven. Yeah. D
3: Backs are two and seven. We're two and seven.
0: World Series champ.
3: Yeah. Come on. Why not? Right? Crazier things have
1: happened. Why not Crazier us? Crazier things have happened. Yeah.
0: Blade, another question for you before we wrap up. Um, so are you actually like working on anything now? Like what have you learned from your pitching performances and what are you working on now to get better at?
2: Uh, I've, I mean, I'm trying to work on some other ang- arm angles to uh, work in some other pitches, but uh, definitely going to throw strikes. Um, The thing I learned about with the Cobras, which I kind of caught them on a bad day, so it was a lot Did easier. Did you or were just that good? I caught, I, them you, a, I caught them on a bad day. I
3: mean, I don't know. they didn't play their best, but I don't think they were bad by any means. I mean, they, you know. Just it's like not you guys
0: a, hitting um, off RJ. I mean, yeah, you had a bad day, but RJ's also very good. Yeah, right. Same yeah. thing.
3: And it, any, any new a... arm into the league is... Am I Effective. comparing
0: Blade Walker to R.J. Walgate? Please don't. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not, but you did pretty good. You can't yeah. be too mad no, at yeah. not preparing in the offseason, getting thrown into the into the pool like Ryan said, and getting yourself a win in your first yeah. start. It's right. pretty yeah. special. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But you're now viewing yourself as a pitcher, it sounds like. You're preparing yeah. the Gators?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I like pitching. Pitching's fun. Cool. Um, One thing I definitely learned is I was messing around too much. I'd get up. I'd I'd have... Playing with your food? Yeah. yeah, even when I'd get to like can't anywhere that. from 0 2 to 2 2, I'd be like trying to throw in something I know I can't throw for a strike. So I've been trying to work in a pitch that I can, you know, count on in that count, but uh, also, you know, trying to maintain my top pitches and uh, really dominate the zone is my goal next year.
0: Has it changed your perception a lot of like MLW? Because it's definitely a different experience pitching versus just hitting only. Like for me now, yeah. it's like so chill just hitting, whereas like it's a stressful ball game when you're out there pitching.
2: Um, You know, I kind of. I got DH'd for when, when I pitched, but, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of like hitting as well, just cause it brings like, you have, you got an energy with you on the mound, takes mm-hmm. it to the plate. And if you, uh, I mean, if you, if you have a bad inning, you'll give up a couple runs, you know, have some bad pitches, whatever, you can kind of make it up for yourself. And, uh, so, I mean, I didn't really experience that aspect and it worked, so it'll probably stay the same, but, uh, no, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed pitching. You know, it was fun. And uh it's been a while since I pitched in football. So we're kind
3: of seeing a theme here with from the young from the new young pitchers, you know, with Blade and you know, Trey Flood, RJ, they're kinda of all good examples, you know, just pure strike throwers. Yeah. And then to the point where the yeah. the hitters are playing defense in a sense of where the you know they've got to foul pitches off so they don't strike out. Mm-hmm. You know, Trey, um, Blade, R J they don't you know well, RJ's a little bit different, but they don't have the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no 2013 Tommy Coughlin Gypsy dropping there, yeah. but they've I, got they've got the pitches that they can throw for strikes consistently, you know, and that's kind of what we struggled with with Trey. You
0: God, know, if just, we could, if we could, if this is a video game, we could import the 2017 Tommy Coughlin into the modern day rosters of MLW. <laughs> How do we think that guy's doing? I really don't know. I don't know. I'm being serious. I th- I think he'd do well.
2: I think he's doing my, well. In my
0: heart, I think he does well too. But I, I I think some guys in the league think otherwise. I think I was just getting you know easy outs off easy hitters which was the case against some teams but i also think i beat some very good teams so i don't yeah. know let me know in the comments guys what do yeah. you think i got
3: a little taste of that well, I don't that know. version
0: of tommy coglin back when i was an eagle i mean i think all the preds
1: got the butt end of tommy well, coglin yeah, yeah you were right. an eagle i was yeah. an
3: eagle at the time so we got both sides you know you did yeah.
0: you did for sure
1: blade but, if you're looking for if you are looking for like an o2 sort of sweeping hook um <laughs> that you know may or may not May or may not spike into the ground a few feet before the strike zone. Just, just let me know, and I, I, will give you a great. This tutorial is. Just, it on sounds like bored of
3: talking to me. It's the same thing, Jack.
0: Next time I see you, I we have to make the, the cook tutorial. I feel like it just has to happen. <laughs> I know we have limited time together, and when we're together, we're usually working. But I feel like the people, we need to give the people what they want. You know what I mean? It can't I be mean, a secret for much longer, can it?
1: It's a, it's a very valuable pitch to have in your arsenal when you know used at the right time. That's all I'll say. Okay. That's all you need to say,
0: Jack. Shouldn't say any more. <laughs> you said any more, you should charge for it. That's right. But uh, Blade, I got to say, as the Eagles morale back? Are you guys back? Like back World Series title on the horizon, that kind of stuff? I mean, how much has the morale changed since the last, from the Detroit Series to
2: this? Um, you know, I don't think we're World Series looking yet. Okay. Uh, I know we're definitely up. Humble, But uh, we were, last year, we were already looking forward to it. Like, um, I remember being in Georgia when the SoFi News released. and. Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, let's go, let's make SoFi. and it's like, we just lost in the in the DS. So, uh, you know, I think it's more looking forward to the series in front of us. You know, got a big series coming up, and you know, um, it'll be exciting to uh, see how it goes. I know somebody, I'm not gonna name any names, sent a Mrs. Doubtfire sweeping emoji to our uh, gift to our um oh. our Eagles group chat as a as a funny joke so uh that was that was spirits were definitely i love mrs
0: doubtfire for the record great movie (laughs) great movie great movie but uh blade i appreciate you coming out today
2: thank you for having me
0: ryan's definitely sick of me guys ryan helped me out on saturday night he's with me all day yesterday at the all-star day tom we had a really
3: good time we a good time you made my life a lot better on saturday on screen i need the trust picture of the back of the bracket oh
0: my god me and tom
3: (laughs) spent and shout out to morgan my girlfriend for cutting and helping us out uh, we spent a lot of time on Saturday night we getting really the did. bracket board together. It was pretty quick. Yeah, but, but we turned on a few We turned on a few
0: movies. We and did. Yeah,
3: it was a good time. I, had, I enjoyed it personally. If it wasn't
0: for Ryan, I would have been up to probably 4 a.m. on Saturday. So <laughs> I appreciate Ryan answering right. the phone and coming And if out, it wasn't
3: yeah. for Morgan, we would have been there until probably at least 1.32, cutting yeah. out those names. Everyone played their yeah. role,
0: and it came together. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Remarkable piece of equipment we built, like yeah. I must say. <laughs> right. I'm not going to show you the front of the bracket yet, but you'll see the truss in the back. Yeah, you can see the back. <laughs> the truss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great all-star day. I'm sure we'll have someone involved in that game in the derby as well. Uh back on the pot at some point to discuss because I know you guys are probably getting nancy hearing about me and Ryan's little banter back and forth about it. But uh mm-hmm. it was successful. We had a couple fans come out. Thank you to those people. Someone from North Carolina, shout out to yeah. Paul. Paul Rubino, shout out yeah. to you, big fan. Shout out Paul. Shout out to Paul. Other upcoming stuff, guys. I already kind of plugged St. Louis. We will be, we as in the MLW All-Stars, we at the NWLA tournament that is near Pittsburgh. That is this weekend on the 16th Sunday we're actually hosting a formal um, meet and greet that Ryan and I will both be in attendance mm-hmm. at along with the rest of our MLW All-Stars roster. So if you're in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area want to come out, meet the guys, watch some whiffs. Um, tickets are on sale now. That'll be on MLWWiffleball.com. So check that out. Besides that, thanks again to the squad for joining me today. Ryan Cratch has the biggest head in the league. Brendan Jorgensen has the smallest head in the league. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Pop it up, pop it up, pop it up